Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Thank you so much for joining Spazzing Out, America's podcast. Honestly, the most American podcast in the United States, in the world, is this podcast. It's your podcast. It's America's podcast. And on this podcast, if you don't like America, we cancel you. In the real world, in the real world, if you love America, people want to cancel you. Huge problem in the United States. Anytime you wave the flag, you have some liberal piece of crap that that comes out of nowhere and they want to have you canceled. Well, we cancel liberals on this program. We cancel anybody that doesn't like America. On America's program, on America's podcast, you're going to get canceled if you don't like this country. I have some stuff I want to talk about. little spilt milk. You guys know what spilt milk is. We're going to get to that. There are some things that I just want to talk about and get done with. Protesting. It's all I heard about this weekend. Protesting, protesting, protesting. I'm sick of these scumbags. I want to talk about it. Flu shots. There's a protest right now going, going on down at... Um, Uh, on Beacon Hill here in Massachusetts about flu shots. I want to buy TikTok. I want to buy TikTok and I I need everybody's help. I want to buy TikTok. Fuck Microsoft buying it. Screw Walmart buying it. Anthony Paziali is going to buy it and make it an American company owned by me. Well, maybe by you guys too. We'll see how it works. I don't know, but I want to buy TikTok. Um, what else is another thing that I've, oh, there's, there's something here. We should do this right off the top of the program. Let's, let's get through all the formalities of spazzing out America's podcast. We do this podcast five times a week. And when we do it, we're on Facebook live, we're on Twitter and we are on YouTube. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe to the page. If you're on Twitter, retweet this, let everybody know we're doing this. If you're on Facebook, share the link. Also, like my page. You got to follow me. This is how I get metrics so that I can actually get paid to do this. Next thing is, I need you actually to subscribe to the podcast. Apple, You can go to Apple Podcasts. You can go to Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, many other places. Go to anthonypaziali.com. You can just click one of those links. But actually subscribe to one of the podcasts. I, I, or one of, the, you know, one of your favorite podcast mediums. I need that. That's how the podcast grows. That's how I can gauge it. The podcast's doing pretty good. It's killing it. it does about uh, 500 to 600 downloads a day, but still not enough. I, I need to be somewhere around 2,500 downloads a day so that I can get advertising. But when we first started the podcast, I don't know, six months ago, we had no downloads a day, and now we're up somewhere between five. 100 and 600 a day. So the podcast is growing. People are listening in California. They're listening in Texas, Michigan, um, obviously in Massachusetts, New Hampshire, all the New England states. People are listening all over the country because this podcast is for them. It's America's podcast. And when they think of America, they think of me. Why do they think of me? Because I am you, because I'm a working class guy, hard-nosed working dude that doesn't want people to fuck with me. I don't want to be canceled, and I don't want my kids to be pussies. I want them to be tough, and I want you to be tough. 
Speaking of being tough, I want to get this. I want to get this out here right now, and then we can move on to the topics that I want to talk about today. And I, I'm not going to get too deep into it. And I'm and I am personally not looking for any sympathy in my direction. I'm not that type of person. I just want to put it out there, and I, I want to give you this information so that you may pass it on to somebody else that might be in need. Uh, and I'll save my commentary on how I feel about suicide. Someone I know, uh, a, a business acquaintance, and, that, and that's all I'm going to say. I would say more than an acquaintance on business. A, a real good man, real good, real good guy uh, that I know took his life um, a couple days ago over the weekend. It's terrible news. Now, I don't need any sympathy towards me. None of this sorry for your lost stuff. The reason I bring it up, and I wasn't going to bring it up, but I thought that if I don't, and I don't pass this information along, then it's then it's tough on my end. I would I would let, let me first share the National Suicide Prevention Hotline with you guys. The number is 800-273-8255. I I'll I'll say it again. 800-273-8255. Okay? If you for some reason, if you or someone you know is going through something tough, or you're having a tough time, or maybe you have depression, or just, I don't, I don't know, okay, because I, I apologize, or I'm not going to apologize, I, I don't know what it's like, because I because I don't have that, uh, I, I love myself more than anything in the world, I believe that I am a unique person, I believe we're all unique, and there's something special about every single one of us, and because we are unique, we are rare, and there is value in everything that is rare, each one of us is completely different from the other, no one can can think quite like I think. No one can think quite like you think. No one looks quite like you look. No one can write quite like you write. Like like you write. There are unfortunately people that find themselves in a really dark situation, and they think that the only way out is to take their lives. If you have anybody like that in your life, please reach out to them. Do the best that you can to try to help them. Inform them. That there are people that care about them. Have them call the number if they don't want to talk to anybody. Or if you're someone that's like that and you're listening to the podcast right now. The number is 800-273-8255. Call it. You are not alone. People want to help you. People care about you. People love you. There is nothing. I I can assure you. There is nothing in this world, nothing, that could be so bad. Nothing. There is nothing that could be happening. There is nothing that is so devastating that you can't come back from it. There is nothing that your family won't understand or that they won't help you out with. Nothing. I understand that it, maybe it's a money problem or maybe it's a depression problem. I don't know because I, I, I'm telling you, man, I, I, there's nothing I don't think I can't get through. I have a lot of problems, and I and I attack them with tenacity. I, I don't believe this is just me. I, I There is no problem that I can't come back from. I always look on the good side. But there are people that don't, and if you're one of those people, the worst possible outcome is for you not to be here anymore. The worst possible outcome is you taking your life. That is the worst outcome. Owing somebody money or or worried about paying your bills or bro, worried about losing your house or 
That that's nothing. It's just it's a fucking house, man. It's just a house. You can't pay your phone bill. It's just a phone. You can't pay your car bill. Hey, it's just a car. And trust me when I tell you this, all things will pass. All feelings pass. All tough times pass. One day I'm going to give you advice straight from the greatest American of all time. There was a time in my life where, sure, man, I was was down. And my dad gave me the best advice on the planet. The best advice. First thing he said in in a nice, nice way, my dad just nicely, you know, because Stan Paziala was direct to the point. Stop, you know, my dad's just like, to me, this is advice to me. This isn't to you. My dad was like, stop being a pussy. Stop being a baby and stop being a man and take responsibility for your problems. And I remember I was like, yeah, but dad, you don't understand. My father said, yeah, I do. And then he went down the line of of people that have it tough and, and made me look at like how good I actually had it. But he, what he said to me that stuck with me was this. He said, Anthony, every single day, make yourself. First, he said, focus on yourself. Focus on you. And every single day, make yourself a little bit better. Just a little bit. Even if it's just the tiniest bit better. Make yourself better every single day. And if you do that, 365 days a year, you'll be 365 days better. And then a year from now, you won't even think about What's going on? A couple weeks from now, you might not think about what's going on. Just make yourself better day by day, inch by inch. Fight every single day to make yourself a little bit better and fight for yourself. And I've always done that and I've always believed in that. I've always believed in just take it one step at a time. Just like with this podcast. People give me a hard time about it all the time. Honestly, you'll never make it. You'll never do it. It grows. It gets better. So if you are in a tough spot right now in your life and you feel like that you're just falling down the hole and it's just getting worse and it's just getting worse, stop everything. Just stop. And all the things that you think are bad, confront them. Let's say you're just avoiding somebody because you owe them money. Call them. Pick up the phone. Call them. Tell them, say, hey, I know I owe you money. I'm going to do the best I can to pay you back. Or maybe I can't pay you back, but confront them. Don't go deeper into the hole. Let's say there's just something that's got you bothered and so fucked up. Maybe it was your, you know, your parents sucked or your, or your, your mom sucked, your dad sucked, or you're just upset because your chick left you. Stop. And just think for a second. Just think, do you think the solution is to take your own life and disappear? I know it might seem like it's a great thing, but think about the other people around that would miss you and the other people around that would love you, that love you and care about you. There are for sure as shit a ton of people that care and that love you. I won't spend a lot of time on it. I, I'm just going to say it like this. If you need help, if you need advice, if you need someone's ear, 800 273 8255. It's the National Suicide Prevention Hotline. It's 800 273 8255. If you don't want to call one of these people, call me. I'm serious. Reach out to me. And I will try to put you in touch with someone that I think can help you. Or I will get in touch with your family member or something like that. I could just tell you this 
Not please, please listen to me. Nothing is ever so bad that you can't come back from it. Nothing. Money, feelings, love, the death of somebody, the loss of uh, of a girl or the loss of a man, it, your, your kids being taken away from you. It's it's the worst thing in the world. But you can bounce back. You can build. I, I almost quoted Biden. I was going to say build back better, but I would never. You can you can make yourself great again. You can make yourself great, but you gotta. You have to reach out for help. You're not alone. There's a lot of people out there that want to help you. There's a lot of people out there that care about you and love you. You have to understand, it might seem like they don't because they got spilt milk. People have spilt milk. They have their own problems to deal with. You call me and you tell me you're having a a, a tough day. I might not understand the levity of the situation because I'll bounce you off and be like, yeah, guy, I got to go. My daughter just shit her pants. But you got to be honest with people. You got to say, hey, I'm really down. I need help. I need help. Reach for it. If you don't reach for it, you're going to go for for the one thing that you can't come back from. You can come back from a foreclosed house. You can come back from a car being repoed. You can come back from drugs. You can come back from being an alcoholic. You can come back from robbing somebody for money to feed yourself. You can come back from all of that stuff. You can come back from bad words said to family members. You can't come back from death. If you take your life, you're gone. Gone. So please, I say this to you, I know somebody that I know t- took their life over the weekend, and I will save my commentary, as I said, on my thoughts on how I feel about suicide. And all I can tell you is, I had wished, wished, I wish that someone had reached out to him. I certainly didn't know that, that this person was having a, uh, having, having a tough time. I, I didn't know. Um, I, I feel, I feel terrible, uh, for his family. I, I know his, I, I recently met his brother, um, and, and his brother's wife. And I, I know his, his friends. I, I know him on a business level. I've done a lot of business with him, um, you know, in the past few years, I'm not going to say who it is. I'm just going to tell you that it, it, it's an unfortunate situation that could have been prevented. But the only way we can prevent this stuff is it starts with, with one, with you realizing that you're in a tough spot and that you need help, it's trust me. There's no pride in ask. There's, there's you know, don't worry about pride. Worry about living. Don't worry about how you're gonna feel if you have to go to somebody for help. The worst thing you could do is go with yourself. People want to help. There are good people in this world, and they want to help you out. And the help is there. You just have to reach your hand out. Just reach out. I need help. And you can bounce back from anything. You can come back from anything. But you cannot come back once you're gone. I can't say that strongly enough. You cannot come back once you're gone. But while you are still here, we care about you. People love you. People, your family, your friends, they care and they want to help you out. Again, the number is 800-273-8255. If you know someone that's depressed, or if you know someone that's having a tough time, someone personally, reach out to them, check in with them, and check in with them hard. None of this pussy-ass shit, how you doing? Check in with them hard. You know your friends. You know your family. You know whether they're giving you shit or lip service. 
check in on him hard. Check in on Mikey, check in on your kids. It's not good enough for me for my son to tell me he's doing okay. I stick my finger up his ass. I'm trying to make sure. I'm trying to make sure. And uh, uh, before we get on to a couple of topics, let's just let, let's just go like this. Let me just put it simple. It's a t- tough, tough thing in this world to be confident and have self-confidence in yourself. But mental toughness is our greatest strength. It's our greatest ability as a country, as a race, or as, a, as humans for longevity and to survive. You have got to have the ability to love yourself more than anybody else on this planet. Trust me. The only person that will ever get you out of any spot that you're ever in will be yourself. Now, you may have people to help you, but you actually have to reach out to them for help. You have to be the one to ask. You have to value yourself above all others. You must be mentally tough. Learn how to be mentally tough. Being told to be mentally tough doesn't mean shit. I could sit here and I could talk to you about the triangle, right? The success triangle. And I could sit there and I could explain it to you. I can explain the success, uh, a success triangle to you, but it would mean shit without reinforcing it. You have to practice every single day. Every day. I, and I'm not one of those mutants that's like, oh, get in front of the mirror and be like, hey, 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 hey. Listen, man, if you're not feeling good, like, I would think you were an insane person. Like, like literally like a whack job if you were having a bad day and you walked down the street with a smile on your face. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm telling you is recognize it. Be mentally tough. Understand that you're feeling like shit and you're having a bad day, but that it's going to pass. And that tomorrow, you'll feel great. Yesterday's sorrow turns into today's happiness. But sure as shit, today's happiness will turn into tomorrow's sadness. But here's the greatest thing. Live right the hell now. Live right now. Because there are two days that you can't do anything. Yesterday and tomorrow. Yesterday is buried and tomorrow is buried with yesterday because it might never happen. So in the moment, in the day, in the second, realize how you feel and realize that your feelings are like a wheel. Constantly turning. Constantly, your moods are constantly turning from love to happiness to sadness to to exaltation, well, you name it, to pain, to sorrow, you control yourself and how you feel. You can feel that pain and you can feel that depression and you can do something about it. You can say, I feel depressed, but I am going to push forward because I value myself, because I love myself, because I love my kids, because I love my wife, anything. Think of, just find something and grab onto it. It's not for us to know what turn in the dark-ass tunnel is going to lead to light. You might have to take a hundred turns before you get to the end and you see light. Meaning you might have to, it might take a hundred days. But I could just tell you this, if you keep pushing forward and you keep striving and you keep, just find something for you to fight for, you can make it. You can do it. You have to believe in yourself. I used to text my brother Mike when he went to college all the time. I would send him little text messages and he'd say he was doing great. I would say, hey, buddy, just remember that you're great. Believe in yourself. 
The only one that's stopping you is you. The only one that can help you is you. The only one that's going to work hard for you is you. The only one that's going to get your ass on the Peloton is you. The only one that's going to go down into the basement every day and do the podcast is you. The only one that's going to make money is you. What I'm trying to get at, people, you're the only one that can make yourself great. You are the only one that can save yourself from disaster. You have got to love yourself. Love yourself even in the darkest of darkest moments. When you think there is nothing left, love yourself. If you are a God-fearing person, you can lean on God. And trust me, if you are God, you're, if you're a God-fearing person, you, you'll never be alone. Ever. But if you're not, you're truly never alone if you are with yourself. If you are with yourself, you're never alone if you love yourself. There's nothing you can't accomplish if you believe in yourself. And there is nothing that you cannot bounce back from. Nothing. Except for death. If you take your own life, you can't bounce back from that. And you will leave a hole in the hearts of your family, your friends, your loved ones that they will never forget and maybe their lives will be better for it maybe they will take your maybe they will look at you and say I'm going to make myself better I don't know how your family's going to react to it but I can tell you that you're not going to be there to know so if you need help seek it seek guidance please 800 273 8255 it's the national suicide prevention hotline Please. All right. Now let's get on to some topics. I don't know if I can we can we move on from such from such a dramatic conversation and get to the real podcast? Should I stop the podcast? Put that out there as a separate and and get right into the stuff? No, I won't. I'll get into the podcast stuff. If if anything, you won't get to the good stuff. You gotta listen, you gotta listen to the to the hard things in life. To get to the good topics. So a few things. Let's just get right to spilt milk. I want to talk about spilt milk. Do you guys know what spilt milk is? I know, right? If Don't you guys all feel like it's it's like we should just... Alright, maybe we should just end the podcast now. Spaz really fucking bummed us out. But let's get all fired up. A little bit of spilt milk. I had to go... Uh, what is spilt milk? Spilt milk is anything that happens in your life that takes away from the big things in life. For example, we could use this right... What I just talked about. Um... You know, my daughter could throw a glass down the stairs and it could break everywhere. And then my buddy could call me and say, hey, you know, the neighbor just died. And I'd be like, yeah, bro, I don't care. The neighbor just died. My daughter just broke a fucking glass on the floor and I got to clean it up. That is spilt milk. Today, I spent my entire day going to Best Buy, Target, Walmart, Staples, you name it. Anywhere where they, anywhere where they sell laptops, I went and they do not have... They do not have Mac, not MacBook Pros. Uh, uh, what the hell was I looking for in RM? Um, Chromebooks. Chromebooks. All right, so the kids are not going back to school. My daughter is, is virtual. My son, Narium, is virtual. They both need these stupid Chromebooks. Now, the Chromebooks, they're not really cheap, but they're not really expensive. I bought two of them. They're, they're HP Chromebooks. I had to order them online, which is what I fucking should have did from the get-go. But I spent the whole entire day driving around trying to find these stupid books. 
Not to mention that I had a that 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 some idiot sold me two books that you know like I went to Target and the guy was like yeah these are Chromebooks I I don't know anything about Chromebooks nothing so I bought them I got them home and then I looked at them I'm like these aren't Chromebooks dude these are fucking Microsoft so I took them back was like dude these aren't Chromebooks I hope you're not selling these to people and telling them they're Chromebooks they're not Chromebooks so anyways just ridiculous that we have to buy laptops for our kids. I, I want to get this off my chest. I feel like the school district should be paying for them. I pay taxes. My kids will not be going to school. I would like to be reimbursed for the money for their book, for their for their laptop. You're not buying textbooks anymore. You're not doing any of that crap. My kids are going to be using the books at home, and we're going to be doing the teaching. I want my money back. I want to be able to submit the receipt. For a return on taxes. Or a credit on taxes. That's what I would like. I would like a credit on taxes. I would like to take the receipt. Of which I paid for two Chromebooks. HP Chromebooks. And I want to send it into the city and say. Yep. I have to pay this less taxes this year. Thank you very much. Now we know they won't do that. We know that it's garbage. But I'm not having it. Oh, Here comes my lovely beautiful Wait, wait everyone, there's a new topic on the show. It's pe- called pepperoni oh, get pizza. It out of here. Ah, terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Terrible, 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 terrible. Bit. Terrible. So my, my wife just came downstairs and she wanted to get, she loves to get me fired up about the cheese pizza thing, but I, I'm not going to talk about it, all right? You guys are sick of talking about pizza. I can talk about pizza for the rest of my life. She's eating pepperoni pizza that the neighbors bought her. It's garbage. It's garbage pizza. I We're out on that. I want the money. Though, for, for the book. And this I'm going to tell you why. So for the next two years, my kids are going to be using these laptops. Maybe longer. I don't know. I, I'm guessing they're only good for about two years. And these are the new textbooks for the schools. Schools are going to stop buying textbooks. And everything's going to be cloud-based. As a matter of fact, these computers are cloud-based. They don't even have really much memory. What they have is 32 gigs. Think about that. They have 32 gigs of hard drive space on them. My phone has fucking more than that. My iPad has more than that. The whole computer itself is Google Cloud-based. Now, you're going to have to pay for that shit. It's not free. You might get, like, what, 10, 20, what do you get, like, 50, 50 cloud space free? So, you, it, there's going to be a subscription to it. Someone just said they want a slice. Bro, I'll slap that shit out of your hand. Pepperoni pizza in my house is a violation. Pepperoni pizza is a violation. Just like I'm being violated by local government and having to buy two Chromebooks online. I bought them Target online. They're going to get de- delivered in a couple of days. Buy crap-ass computers for my kids. Which and my kids are instantly like, oh, can I download? No, you can't download anything on it. It's a fucking school. So there. They're sold out. If you are looking for one of these Chromebooks, uh, the best I could realize that, that, that I could find is that the HP is a middle-of-the-road book. So they have some real crappy ones. They have some real good ones. The HP one, uh, it's a middle-of-the-road, average price, has just enough RAM um, and the little gigahertz that that make the processor work. It's in the middle. So it's good for the function that the kids need it for, which will be school. But in general, it's garbage that I had to buy this because I pay taxes. See, I pay taxes. You you understand that that I pay for school? I don't want to pay for the shit for school. I don't want to double pay. Drives me nuts. 
All right, while we're talking about school, we might as well move on. Right now, here in Massachusetts, there is a big protest going on at the state house. People are upset that the government is mandating flu shots for kids. So you can't go to school now. Like, if you're home, it doesn't matter. But if they go back to school, you have to get a flu shot. The kids have to get it. Period. It's like when you're not used to have to get like a physical. There are other shots that I believe you have to mandatory have to go to school. I don't have a problem with the shot. I've said this on the show before. I don't care about the vaccines. I don't even think it's a vaccine, to be honest with you. I don't think the flu shot's a vaccine, but they're calling it a vaccine. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. My brother Mike's wife is a doctor, and I listen to her, and she's like, yep, you know, get, get the shot. It's good for the kid. Well, then we do it because she's a doctor. I'm not. You know, I, I could tell you about trash. I could I could tell you the best way to get rid of a bed. I could tell you the best way to get rid of a fucking couch. But my beef is with the mandate of telling us that we have to do it. I don't like be I don't like my choice being taken away from me. What you're telling me is that you are a better parent to my kids than I am. Well, if you're such a good fucking parent, why don't you buy my kids their Google Chromebooks? Oh no, you're not. You leave that responsibility to me. But you tell me what fucking computer I have to buy. Because you guys mandate that for public schools, it's Google Chrome. So everybody's going to buy a Google Chrome. And then you tell me that my kids have to get a flu shot. If they don't, they can't go to school. We don't want to be told what to do and how to parent our kids. If I do not want to give my kid a flu shot, I shouldn't have to. Now, I'm okay with my kids getting it. Me and my family, we've decided we were doing it anyways. I personally don't get a flu shot. I'm not one of those people that's going to get sick from the flu. But when I get older, I might take it. When my body's not as strong and my immune system... Dude, my immune system's beast, bro. Let me tell you something. I haven't been sick in ages. And I say this all the time. I can't remember the last time I had a fever. Ask Ask Kaylee. She's been with me over 10 years. Never had a fever. I've never had a fever, bro. I'm a fucking beast. I'm unstoppable. I don't think I get fevers because I love myself so much that I'm like, I can't get fevers. I don't get fevers. Get out of here. Wah, kid. Dead serious. Anyways, in the United States of America, this is, we don't live in a, in a fucking communist country. We don't live in a socialist country. We live in a country where we get the choice. We decide. Women get the right to choose whether or not they want to have the baby. They can abort or not abort. Well, I would like to choose the choice to do what I want with my kids. If I tell my kids, hey, you can have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, shit, you get a PBJ. If I tell my kids we only eat cheese pizza, well, then they only eat cheese pizza. Tough crap. When they're 18 years old, they can get pepperoni. Until then, they're eating cheese. And if I don't want my kid to get a flu shot, well, I'm his dad. Me. I'm the D-A-D. Dad. I decide what's good for my son and what's good for my daughter. Not you. Not the government. The government doesn't get to tell me. Because when we let them tell us, we lose our rights. When we let them stick their fingers into our business, we lose our rights. What happens next is they tell us what TV programs we can watch. What happens next is they tell us what food we can eat. What books we have to read. What kind of car we drive. What kind of fuel we have to use. Do you understand that the government slowly but surely takes away your rights every day to the fact to where you will have no choice but to do exactly what they say and how they can say, oh, you can be free. But 
Freedom means you only get to pick from two colors. You get white or you get black. Happy freedom. Freedom is, well, you know, you can, uh, you know, you can eat. Sure you can eat. But for breakfast, the only options that you get are bananas and apples. For lunch, yeah, man, you can have lunch. You can have salad or chicken. For dinner, sure. Dinner, Brussels sprouts and broccoli. That's what happens. And people joke about it. Read Animal Farm. Read the book. Read the damn book and apply it to what happens in everyday life. Communism and governments telling you what to do and how to live your life doesn't work. People are not happy when they are told how to live their lives. People want to be able to choose in their private residence what they get to do. They don't want to be told. They want to make educated decisions. Now I'm going to appeal to the morons, the mutants out there. The reason that the government thinks that they're smarter than us is because there are tons of mutants. There are mass mutants that don't know how to take care of their kids. There are mass mutants that don't know how to take care of themselves. So the government has to step in and they have to regulate because you idiots don't know how. You idiots overeat or you idiots undereat or you idiots bang back drugs. You do all sorts of stupid shit that affects us good, law-abiding citizens that make decent choices. And when we don't make decent choices, we learn from them. We go, damn, that was stupid. I'm not going to do it again. I don't need a law or someone to tell me not to do it. Like, for example, I might go through a flu season and say, huh, I got the flu and I got really sick. Maybe next year I'll get the flu shot. Or I might say, hey, I'm going to get a flu shot this year. And then I might get sick from the flu shot and say, you know what? I'm not going to do the flu shot anymore next year. I want to see how it is because I'm an educated person. I'm going to learn from my mistakes. But unfortunately, 99.9% of this country is filled with morons that can't make decisions for themselves. So the government has to tell them how to live. The government needs to tell them what to wear, when to go to the bathroom, what to do for work, what to read, what, what, what is a good time for playtime, what you should be doing for a playtime, what's the right amount of exercise you should get in a day. If you guys like giving up your freedoms, please leave the country. Please do. Please leave. Stop voting for people that are taking away my rights. Stop it. Stop. Fucking stop. For the love of God, if you don't think you are smart enough to parent your kids, go to another country where they tell you how to live your life. Here in the United States, I would like to be free. I would like to make decisions for myself. I would like to choose the things that I want to do. I'd like to have in-depth conversations with my family to come to a decision on how I'm going to parent my kids. I don't want the government's help and I don't need it. Speaking of the government, a little story, a little interesting story in the news. Abraham Lincoln's hair, a lock of his hair, and a telegram with his blood on it are up for auction. So apparently one of the doctors that was in the autopsy room or the post-mortem room or I don't know what the hell they call it, after he's dead, the examining room, um, apparently one of the U.S. generals came in and asked for, for a piece of his hair. He cut it off a piece of his hair. But then the doctor was like, well, fuck it. If we're cutting this guy's hair off, I might as well cut off a piece for myself. So we cut off a piece of hair and there was a telegram that was by the president because he didn't want to get busted bringing it out. He wrapped it up in the telegram and the telegram it has Lincoln's blood and I, and I guess it had some, some uh, brain fluid on it. Anyways, he wrapped it up, 
put it in his pocket, and now a, a family member ha- has it. It's going to be up for auction up in New Hampshire. The starting bid is $10,000. I'm sure it will go for much more than that. Uh, I'm guessing hundred grand, two hundred grand. I, I don't know. What would you pay? I just think it's crazy. Just, just think about that. A piece of Abraham Lincoln's hair. It's not even a piece. It's a, it's a lot of it. You should go check out the photo. It's a lock. It's a lock of Abraham Lincoln's hair is going to go up for auction. And a telegram that has his blood on it is up for auction. Now, that's fucking Americana. I mean, I, I, I wish I had that kind of money to buy something like that. I mean, I think that would be pretty cool. Now, if, I, I'm curious, though. Can they clone them? Is there someone out there that would buy it and see if they could get some DNA off of the blood? From what I understand, hair doesn't have much DNA in it. Or much usable DNA. So I don't know if they could clone it from the hair, but maybe they could clone it from the blood. And they could re, re-clone or clone... Abraham Lincoln and bring him back. How cool would that be? Think about that. I mean, I, I am all for cloning. I wish that I had a clone. I, 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 I To kind of go off topic, it, I wish they could clone people because I'd be great if they could clone me, except my clone is in like the closet, right? He's in the closet. That's all he does is he grows in the closet. And then when my body gets fucked up, you know, I break a leg or, or I can't walk anymore, then they, then I just, they, they, they upload my consciousness and they load it into my my other suit inside the closet. And I come out of the closet. All my memories are still here. And I, I have the same body. Which is, this is the best version of me. Because as you know, I love myself. It's interesting. It's just interesting to think. First off, it's pretty crazy. that a, I mean, imagine if you owned a piece of Abe Lincoln. That's pretty cool. If I had the money, I would do it. If I, if I was like a Bill Gates rich type dude. If I had that kind of loot. I, I'm trying to do the podcast. My daughter is upstairs fucking screaming like a maniac right now. That's all I can hear. I know you guys can't hear because she's upstairs. But my daughter's absolutely going bonkers. My son's going bonkers. I, I cannot wait. Everybody gives me crap about this podcast. I cannot wait until it is big enough that I can have my own effing studio. I can't. Because it's gonna. It's gonna get that big. It's slowly every... Told you day by day. But like I, I can't deal with it, man. How do I, is there anybody else on the planet that has to deal with this crap while they're trying to grow a fucking program? Jesus. So anyways, it'd be great to own a piece of Abe Lincoln. If I had the loot, I'd do it. All right, so we got Abe in. We should talk about the protesters. All right, I, I want to talk about protesting in the United States in regards to the protests that are going on in Portland. And regards to the protests that are going on in Chicago and Wisconsin, in any of these cities where people are getting killed. But I, I don't want to waste a lot of time on it because I'm sick and tired. We talk about it every single podcast. And there hasn't been a podcast for the past three months that we haven't brought up protesting. And I just want to bring this quick thing up. If you are a protester and you go to a protest and you commit a criminal act, you are no longer a protester. You are a criminal. Let me repeat that. If you go to a protest and you commit a criminal act, break a window, smash a car window, set something on fire, hit somebody, shoot somebody. If you commit a crime, you are no longer a protester. You are now a criminal. 
and you should be arrested and you should be held accountable to the highest degree of accountability that the law affords for accountability. I don't know if I said that right. It Protesting and being a criminal are two different things. I am sick and tired of the media. I am sick and tired of the left media, to be more precise, protecting these scumbag protesters that are not protesters. They are, in fact, criminals. Call them what they are and start arresting them. I'm quite frankly sick of the mayors in these cities and their local governments. I'm sick of their governors in these states that are not stepping up and doing the right thing and locking up criminals. A protest is meant to be civil disobedience. For example, you you do something to disrupt the day, but you're not breaking the law. It's like you stand in the middle of the fucking highway, right? And you block off the highway. That gets noticed. People get pissed off. You block traffic for a little bit, but you kept moving. The cops, the cops came and they said, hey, you blocked the highway. Bye. You made the news. Everybody now knows that you're upset about what's going on and you want social change. What you don't do is you don't burn Portland to the ground. You don't burn Chicago to the ground. You don't go to Wisconsin and burn, I can't I can't think of the name of the city, that city to the ground. No, when you do that, you become a criminal. And in the United States, we need to stop locking up these criminals. But we don't. What we're having here is we, we you, you have two sides. You have the right side that are hot-ass dads. This is how I like to break it down. The right are the hot-ass dads. We're the dad that when our son breaks a window, we, we, we grab his little ass and we, we you know, hey, we, we make him pay for it. My son breaks a window. There's repercussion. I grab his ass. I take his ass back to that guy's house and say, hey, you got something to say to this guy? I make my son tell him he broke the window. I make him figure out a way to pay for it. Consequence. Responsibility. Now, the left side is the bitch-ass dad. Helicopter dad. The, my kid is, is great, give my kid a fucking trophy dad. The right, the left side is, oh, he broke a window because he's upset. Oh, he burnt the cop car because he's, he's mad. Oh, he stabbed someone today because he's upset. No, doesn't happen. We need hot-ass dad, right-wing dad, law and order in the United States. When protests break into violence and criminal acts start happening, people need to be arrested. It is the only way we're going to stop this shit. It's been going on for three months. Seattle, Portland, Chicago, New York. The list goes on and on and on. It's cities that are being decimated because local law enforcement... Liberal local law enforcement, liberal, well, you know what, I don't want to shit on the law enforcement. Liberal uh, governments controlling law enforcement, telling them what they can and can't do, it's not doing the job. I call for the President of the United States, President Trump, I call for good governors to mobilize your national guards, mobilize your federal, state, law enforcement, get into these cities and arrest all the scumbags, anybody that is committing a crime right up to fucking jaywalking. Get them the hell out. Put them in jail. Make them accountable for breaking the law. Then you will see the protests. They're not even protests. Then you will see the riots and the looting go away. 
If you would like to protest, please do. But once you break the law, you should be arrested immediately and on the spot. Enough of this. Enough. We're tired of it. We want order back in our cities. We want people to be safe. We want businesses to be able to open. And the only way that happens is if we elect good, hard-nosed politicians that are not going to put up with any crap. They're not going to allow it. They won't handcuff law enforcement. They will allow them to do their job. They will say, if I'm the mayor of a city, I'll go to my police chief, I'll say, hey, if they are protesting peacefully, let them continue. If anybody breaks the law, I want them arrested. I don't care if they fucking litter. If they throw a piece of paper on the ground, arrest them. Don't abuse them. Now, now listen, when they drop a piece of paper on the ground, you don't have to beat the fuck out of them. Just arrest them. Lock them up. Pull them away. That's it. Trust me. If they let law enforcement do their job, these protests will stop. But you have all the... And listen, the, the, the cities that it's happening in, all liberal mayors, all of them, every fucking city, shit don't happen. That you, I don't know. You Shit ain't happening in Texas. Texas mayors don't have a problem. Hell no, because they're going to come. That, that, that shit ain't happening. You don't see it happen in middle America. It, it, you know, like it ain't happening in Kansas. Anyways, just to that, to, to the point, I, I'm sick and tired of the protesting and the reason that this, it's not even pro, I'm sick and tired of the looting, the rioting, and the violence. And the reason that there is looting, rioting, and violence is because the local governments and that state and their state governments don't have the balls to go in and be the tough dad. Tough dads, their kids don't get in trouble, and when they do, they get put in their place. That's what government needs to be like. The government needs to be there, ready to stomp out criminals, not let them do criminal acts in the name of some bullshit movement. And now I want to be clear here, when I say bullshit movement, what I mean is, I'm for social justice. I don't want anybody to be discriminated upon. But don't use a movement for social justice to give you a reason to commit a crime. You don't get to commit crimes because you think you have a good cause. i give you an example. Let's say I believe a good cause is that schools should be paying for the MacBooks. And then I go down to the school and I smash in the window. And then what? The cops come and say, oh no, bro, you can't arrest me. I smash the window because I'm protesting the fact that I had to buy a, a, a Chromebook. Nope, nope, they'll lock my ass up. Lock me up in two seconds. All right, last topic of the day, and then we're going to go. My, my family is like going bonkers upstairs. Listen, I was thinking about this the other day. I truly miss TikTok, China, that stupid China app. But I truly want the app out of Chinese hands. I agree with President Trump that if, if TikTok doesn't become an American company, that it's going to be gone out of the United States. It may po pose a threat. I don't know. All I know is that I actually liked the medium. And I was sitting there thinking, and I'm, I'm reading an article, Walmart, it might buy it. Facebook, uh, not Facebook, um, Microsoft might buy it. Oracle might buy it. And then I just said to myself, I said, fuck it. Why don't I buy it? So I want to buy TikTok. I started a GoFundMe page. I'm trying to raise $900 million. Now, listen, $900 million is not enough money to buy it. 
but it's enough money for a down payment for a loan of which I will go to a bank and I will say, hey, I need $30 million to buy TikTok. Here's one, here's $1 billion as my down payment. Or I come in with $1 billion and I find a couple other investors that will come in with a billion. You find 30 of them and then you own TikTok. So I want to I own TikTok. I want to buy it. So spread the word. I'm looking to buy TikTok. I started a GoFundMe page. Someone already donated five bucks. Well, it was my wife. She loves me. I want to buy it. And I, and I want to make it an American app for American people. We'll take the app. We'll grow the shit out of it. It's already huge. And we'll do all sorts of great American things with it. And why should we let Microsoft or Oracle or Walmart buy it? Why don't we let an everyday hard-working American buy it? And making an American app right here in the United States. So I started to tell everybody about it. I'm trying to raise $900 million. Because that's the most they'll let you raise. I would have put in more. But that's it. So $900 million, And then I'm going to take that $900 million. <laughs> I'm going to take that $900 million, And I'm going to seek out other investors. And try to raise $30 billion, And we're going to buy TikTok. Okay? Who's in? We buying TikTok? That's the kind of shit I'm talking about though guys. Fucked up thing is, I believe I can do it. Will I do it? I don't know. But that's where I'm at in my life. I, I believe there's nothing I can't do. And I believe that it's possible. I, maybe I will buy it. Maybe I won't. Hey, but I'll tell you what. Like Gretzky said, you're going to miss 90. You're going to miss 100% of the shots you don't take. So there's my shot. I'm taking a shot. I started a GoFundMe. I want to buy TikTok and I want to make it an American app so that I, the real truth is I'm pissed that I got kicked off of TikTok and I want to be back on TikTok. And the only way to get back on TikTok is if I'm the owner. If I own it, then you can't delete me. You can't delete me if I'm the owner. All right, we're out of here. One more time. The National Suicide Prevention Hotline is 800 273 8255. If you know somebody you need, help them out. Give them a number if they don't want to talk to you. Or if you just think they need the number, pass it along to them. Text it to a friend. You, you just might save somebody's life. Thank you so much for listening to Spazzing Out, America's Podcast.